0: Hi and welcome to Gathered Courage Podcast. I'm your host Carrie Smith. And here at Gathered Courage, it is my aim to help you live an everyday courageous life. Because can I remind you of something, friend? No matter what you're going through, good, easy, hard, challenging, amazing, all the things, God is equipping you to get through it. He's there. He's with you. I promise it. He promises it. But don't just take my word for it. Here on Gathered Courage, I like to share stories of amazing women who daily gather their courage to walk through the things that God has called them to. So let's go ahead and move into today's amazing story with Chelsea Robbins. Chelsea and I got to meet each other a couple of years ago um, through our church planting adventures. But you're going to find out today that God kind of had a different plan for them, and they had to do a major pivot uh, at the beginning of 2020. I think you are going to just love what Chelsea has to say, and her realness and vulnerability in her story is just so refreshing. So thanks for being here today, and let's get to it. Here is my interview with Chelsea. Welcome to the podcast, Chelsea. I am so excited to have you on the show today. Thanks for being here. Well, thanks for having me,
1: Carrie. I just love your podcast so much and how you encourage women to be courageous. So I just feel so honored that you would have me. So thanks so much.
0: Oh, good. I'm so glad. I cannot wait to Uh, share your story with my audience. I think it is so unique what you and your family are doing. Uh, But before we get to that, let's kind of dive into Chelsea. Tell us anything it is that you want us to know about you. Um, Anything from your favorite color to, uh, I don't know, what you ate for breakfast, but just tell us about Chelsea. (laughs) (laughs) Well, my favorite
1: color is sparkle because you can never just have too much sparkle in the world. But yeah, so kind of about me. I'm married to my best friend and adventure-seeking husband, Chaz. We've been married uh, for eight years now, which is crazy, and have accumulated two children along the way, Olivia, (laughs) who (laughs) – I don't know how that happened. But uh, (laughs) Olivia, (laughs) Olivia, who is five, and Carter will be four, I think, when this podcast airs, so It's pretty crazy. We had them 17 months apart.
0: Wow, Um, you're a mama.
1: (laughs) Yeah, it was not planned whatsoever. (laughs) But yeah, we get asked all the time if they're twins. Um, And sometimes I feel like they were, but I'm really glad
0: now because they're best friends. So oh, that's so fun. Yeah, my niece and nephew are 18 months in age. And my sister says she, she forgets a lot of their like early years, but she's Mm -hmm. wouldn't have changed it for anything else. So yeah.
1: Yeah, I totally relate. I don't know what happened in their first three years of life <laughs> <laughs> at all. I feel like I'm just now climbing out of like that. But yeah, yeah it's yeah. good.
0: <laughs> awesome.
1: Yeah. So a little bit else about me. Um, my husband and I are both ordained pastors. Um, so we've worked in the local church even before we got married and mm-hmm. um, have always done that together. And then when I had kids, I was a stay-at-home mom. In 2018, we really felt God calling us to plant a church. So we left our life in Chicago and moved over to Denver. Um, and then that dream got redirected last spring at the beginning of the pandemic. And so um, what we thought was a shattered dream turned into the best year of our life when we decided to sell everything we had and move into a 39-foot travel trailer and we've been exploring the country ever since.
0: <laughs> I, I love that. It is so probably, I love it so much, probably because it's so opposite of what I would do. Um, and I cannot, wait to <laughs> dive, I cannot wait to dive into that more. Um, that is so cool. And I can't wait to hear all about it. But first, before we do that, can you just define for me um, what courage is, you know, this, this, this podcast is called Gathered Courage. It is my aim to help everyone live an everyday courageous life, but but I love to hear everybody's definitions of courage because they're always a bit unique. So what would you define uh, courage as or, or what does courage look like to you? Yeah, I love this question. Uh, I think
1: that most of the time people don't know that they're being courageous. I think that they just start taking small steps towards a goal or a dream or something that God's called them to. And so I think a person who is courageous is someone who gets up every day um, and does the scary hard things that are just small, ordinary moments. Um, But those small, ordinary moments just change the trajectory of their life. And so Mm – I think sometimes people think saying yes to like moving to another country is courage. But I think for me, what it looks like is to show up every day for your family and your friends. And that's really what's courageous for me is the small daily choices.
0: I love that, Chelsea. I am in agreement with you. There can be big, crazy, courageous steps, but for the the rest of us, (laughs) it's pretty much (laughs) Just getting out of bed every day and taking that step Mm -hmm. forward. So beautifully put, beautifully put. If you're thinking about that definition and if you are looking at your current life, uh, can you give us some examples of how you've seen courage lately?
1: Absolutely. I mean, 2020, everybody is courageous to make it through 2020, but um, obviously like healthcare workers and essential workers. But I think for me, it's those moms. I mean, 2020 was crazy from adapting, like going online all of a sudden and then hybrid and then back to online and, you know, like moms having to carry masks everywhere and then come up with unique birthday parties and just all the decisions moms have had to make for their families this year, plus being stuck inside a house with their family. So I definitely think moms (laughs) are very courageous in 2020.
0: Um, I agree
1: right? All the moms yeah. out there, you're doing a great job. <laughs> Keep that's it up. Right.
0: That's, that's right.
1: Yeah. And I think of one closer to home for me, um, mm. a little bit closer to home is my husband. Um, mm. He's shown up this year with a lot of courage. And with mm. the dream of church planning being redirected, he's really yeah. stepped up for our family and started dreaming a new dream. And he launched a business in the middle of a pandemic that's now thriving wow. and wow. yeah, all while driving us across the country. And so- wow. um Plus, he's a boss at gathering firewood. So I would say that he's really courageous because he's fought through all his insecurities and to build something he loves doing. And so I would uh, think that he's being pretty courageous right now.
0: Oh, that is so cool. Thank you for sharing that about him. This That was like a mini story within the bigger story. Absolutely. That's courageous. So cool. Go Chaz. I love it. Yeah. <laughs> Go Very Chaz. Cool. He's a great one. Find a yes. Chaz in your life. <laughs> That's right. That's right. There's the moral of the story. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. Wrap the podcast. We're right. done. <laughs> <laughs> so let's dive into that a little bit more, Chelsea, because I just think it is so unique, the the path that you guys have been on. And, and to give a little bit of background, Chelsea and I met briefly uh, two years ago. It was actually the fall of 2019 at a uh, retreat for women yeah. in church planting. You guys were still fully on that journey and and heading in that direction. And that's where we cross paths. And then all of a sudden, I see you and your husband standing in front of an RV on Instagram or something, <laughs> and this wonderful, beautiful announcement of this path that you're now taking. And I was just like, whoa, where did that happen? And following <laughs> you following me on Instagram... Seeing all the wonderful places you've been and all the cool things you're doing, and just the way that you are pouring into people, even just from the road and through social media, it's been so cool. So let's talk about that journey a little bit. Um, tell me um, just what about that part of your life, and then and then tell me what felt courageous or maybe didn't feel courageous, and and how how that journey is going.
1: Yeah, so I'll back up a little bit to a little bit before we met you, yeah. um, or before I met you, not we, um, yeah. <laughs> in 2019. So <laughs> back I was a stay-at-home mom back, and my husband was at, um, on staff at a large church back in Chicago, and I was really feeling that call to be like God saying, like, I want you to be back in ministry. And mm-hmm. not that being a stay-at-home mom, there's tons of ministry there. Um, Absolutely. For sure. sure but. For me, it was more of like a, I want you to be on staff or whatever the ministry looks like. So I started Mm -hmm. to prod and think and pray. And I did this really cool class called Strategic Futuring um, with Mm. Dr. Sarah Sumner. Mm. It's really cool. Um, I recommend everybody to do it. um, But in that, you create um, kind of a five-year plan and a mission and a vision for your life. And so Mm. with doing that, that was back in, I want to say January or February of 2018. Okay, And um, so that in that plan was church planting. and Mm, So but it was five years from then. So it was like not now at that time. Um, But then the more we started to think about it and we started talking to some people who work for organizations. And um, at the end of June, we started applying for CPAC, um, which is the church planning assessment. Um, We went in September. So as the end of June, we started talking to some people. Um in September we did CPAC mm-hmm. and October we put our house on the market. Mm. And December we moved to Colorado. So Whoa. it was like bang, bang, bang. Yeah. Yes. And I had a three wow. and a two year old at the time. Oh my <laughs> <And> god. <goodness. I, laughs> and I started my dream job at Mops International. Um yeah. and so it was all starting and it was all crazy and overwhelming. And I also I'm pretty sure that I had postpartum depression from my for from my second son. Mm. and um but i'm really good at faking it and just pretending i don't have feelings mm. <laughs> and so uh, i can relate to that yeah yeah i i don't know anyone else that struggles with that but mm-hmm. <laughs> um so all of this was going on and we uprooted our lives and we had a great community in chicago um and so It was just overwhelming and stressful. And my depression just keep growing growing and growing and growing. And then um, we went to launch our own church. And as you know, church planning is super stressful. Super Um, stressful.
0: Yes, yes.
1: Yeah. And then add that the pandemic is coming. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So there was just a little bit of stressors on our relationship. And so Mm. with this combination of stressors, it was just revealed to us that we just weren't ready to be church
0: planners. Mm. And so, yeah. Yeah. That was really hard. Yeah, I was just going to say, <laughs> but, that takes some courage to admit that. Um, that's amazing. That's That took a lot of courage.
1: Yeah, it was really, really hard. I don't think it was courageous in the moment. Sure. Uh, because that was a dream and, you know, we had started to fundraise and mm-hmm. everything um, looking like that. So it was really crazy. And then what was even more stressful was it was the pandemic. And so all the churches that we could have easily – got on staff with all shut down. Right. So, you know, they were on a spending freeze Mm -hmm. and a hiring freeze. Mm -hmm. And so we had to get creative. And so at the time it was like, well, we could move into our parents' basement or we could hit the road. And so, (gasps) yeah, I just got this idea. Um, I was driving my kids down to their wellness appointment. It was in May. Mm -hmm. And I just kind of got this Holy Spirit stirring in my stomach of like, what if you hit the road and like traveled in an RV? Wow. And which is so funny because I've like my idea of camping is a hotel. So, you <laughs> know, the that. Marriott, <laughs> yeah. Ritz-Carlton's, so those are my jam. I'm just kidding. I've never been to a Ritz-Carlton, but <laughs> that's more of like my style. And so, um, We were on the road, or I was driving back, and I just kept getting this idea, and that afternoon, we actually had to drive across to Missouri Mm -hmm. um, because my father-in-law had an unexpected open heart surgery, and so we wanted to see him before the surgery, and Yeah. yeah, and so we were driving through Nebraska. I actually still can picture, like, where we were. Um, which all of Nebraska looks the same. So I don't know
0: how I know. (laughs) Yeah, my husband's from Nebraska. You're right. It all looks the same. Like, it's just flat. Yes. (laughs) That's so
1: fun. I'll have to ask you about this after what part he lives in. Yeah. um, Yeah. So we are um, driving through Nebraska, and I'm like, hey, babe, what do you think about selling everything and living in an RV? And he's like, Am I? Am I married to you? Like, am I the right person? Like, are you sure? Like, what happened to my wife? (laughs) Oh,
0: that's funny.
1: (laughs) Yeah, and so we end up getting to my in-laws, and I tell my uh, brother-in-law and sister-in-law, and they're like, "Oh my gosh, that's always been a dream of ours." And I was like, "Okay." So then I like stayed up till three a.m. binging YouTube videos about people who have done this. (laughs) Yes, Yes. give me
0: all the information. Yeah. Yes. And I was
1: researching it. And uh, my family was down at Lake at the Ozarks. And so after the surgery, we went down to visit my family. I thought that my family would think we were wackadoodle because they don't camp or anything. (laughs) And they ended up saying, you know, this is a great idea. And I was like, my jaw hit the floor because I was ready to like for them to say it was a bad
0: idea. (laughs) You were ready for them to like talk you out of it.
1: Yes, I was. And they were like, no, go for it. And so it's kind of funny because the car that we drove to Colorado with never made it back. So we ended up buying a truck in Missouri. um, And then a few weeks later, bought our RV. And like
0: three weeks later, we were on the road. It was crazy. So amazing. I Okay, so as you're going through this, are you thinking the whole time, like, we're nuts? Or are you thinking the whole time... like are you pretty steady with this like holy spirit kind of calling and people affirming it like tell me how you're you were feeling during that time I
1: think I was feeling really excited yeah. and I was like googling all the places we would be and um I think my husband was more feeling like what did we just get ourselves into sure <laughs> but for me I'm like oh think about all the fun we'll have yeah, <laughs> and so yeah. um But yeah, it was definitely overwhelming because we had to get rid of everything. Right. Um, And so, you know, selling everything and that was overwhelming. And so, yeah, I think I was just really confident. And at that time too, um, you know, we were kind of burnt out on ministry Mm -hmm. and Mm -hmm. it was kind of like a breath of fresh air to be like, okay, we can go somewhere where nobody knows us. Nobody's expecting anything from us. Mm -hmm. And it'll just be a nice like, reprieve. And so
0: that's kind of where I was at. Yeah. That's so cool. Did you think that you would You know, so you're that was May. So, what would you say you were like hit the road in June or was it later than that? So, we bought
1: our RV on June 1st, which was our eighth year anniversary, actually.
0: Happy anniversary. Here's an RV. Yeah.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. So, I was like, yay. Here we go. Happy (laughs) anniversary, babe. Yeah. Uh, And (laughs) so, then we hit our lease was up July 1st, I believe, on our RV. Okay, and so we hit the road., uh, my uncle has a farm in Colorado, and he actually has hookups on his land..
0: Nice. um
1: so we were actually, yeah, it was so nice. and so I was actually able to stay there for a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um so I feel like we hit the road like right in the middle of July, okay, like maybe July tenth or something around there.
0: Nice. So you've been doing this for about six and a half months. did you did you think you'd last this long, or were you like, are you thinking that at that time, are you thinking like, well, let's see how this goes? <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, my family took a bet on how much, how long we would last. So that's fine. That's where they thought we were, but it. I'm pretty determined. And so yeah. even yeah. if it's the worst idea ever, I, if I, people tell me I can't do it, I'm going to do it because yeah. that's just who I am. Right. And so I was for sure going to stick it out at least a year, even yeah. if it was the worst year of my life, because I just wanted to prove to people. <laughs> <laughs> that I could do it. I love that. Um, but yeah, we hit the road, and I we have loved pretty much every moment of it. So that is. So I mean, nice. there are some crazy times too, but yeah, sure, it's been really fun.
0: Sure, yeah. Now, with with traveling and with going on this journey with your family, and since ministry was such a big part, uh, you know, of of your family and of your marriage with Chaz and Chaz's life. Has that have you seen that kind of bleed over into what what you're doing right now with this traveling or would you say that you've taken a nice little clean break from ministry to kind of just refresh yourselves and your family?
1: Yeah, I would say that we are also we're in an RV park and it's like when everybody checks in. so if you hear motors behind me, I'm really sorry. <laughs> <That's> um, <right. laughs> but for us, I would say it's kind of just been a break mm-hmm. um, for us both of us. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just kind of been a lot of like, um, to be honest, our faith is kind of shaken after the church planning closing. And so sure. Sure. for us, we've kind of had a battle with doubt and mm-hmm. where is God in this? Mm-hmm. And, um, we thought you called us to plan a church, God, like, why did you close this door? And so I think for most of this time, it's been really wrestling with those really hard questions yeah. and, really seeking God. And so I think for us, the most ministry we've done is in ourselves and really like, God, are you real? Like, are you here? Um, But time and time again, he keeps showing up and he keeps saying, I'm here and I'm real. And like, I'm doing so much in you right now because I just can't wait to use you. Not that he's not using us now, but like, he's totally, you know, like the Mm -hmm. picture of like the broken mosaic. Mm
0: -hmm.
1: Um, And that's totally how I feel like we are is God totally shattered us. Mm. And now I feel like he's building something really beautiful. And our marriage is in the best place it's ever been. And (gasps) our life is just so beautiful and the thing that he's building. And so I'm really excited to see like what's next and what we do. And I think the road life is us for at least for a few years. But um, I think for us, the most ministry has been in our hearts Mm. and Really saying, is this Bible true? And mm. putting that against him. And yeah, we met some really great friends who are believers too, and you know, talking to them. And yeah. Um, so, yeah, it's kind of been an adventure and a roller coaster of emotions. Yeah. But um, yeah, I would yeah. say we're now to a place where we're ready to start doing ministry again. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, I say that in air quotes because that's yeah. totally different and for everything. Yes. <laughs>
0: but yeah, so we'll see. Yeah. Well, thanks for being vulnerable with that. I really appreciate that. I think that there are times when, you know, we see people doing these wonderful, amazing things, and we forget some of the hard and the difficult and the heartbreak underneath of it. So I really appreciate Mm -hmm. appreciate you sharing that and that journey that you and Chaz are on. Like, so thankful that you are being courageous to. Ask those questions and to uh, listen for the answers and to take those as they come. Uh, that's that's a courageous journey and in, in and of itself, let alone you know taking your family across country. So that's just really cool. <laughs> well, thank
1: you. It doesn't feel very courageous. It mostly feels like, wow, what are we doing? But
0: sure, yes, sure. <laughs> thank yeah. you for those words. Of course. And I know you know we say I I've. I've said, you know, ministry and, and things like that. And I like that you mentioned air quotes because I feel like we are all ministering, you know, it's just because Mm -hmm. you're not a full-time minister or you're not leading some ministry team. Uh, Just to put a little caveat in there, everybody is ministering in some way, like you said, your family, whatever Mm -hmm. that is. Um, But I just did want to deep dive there a little bit and see, you know what? How you guys were heading uh, into, or maybe away from that a little bit, because when that's such a big part of your life, like making that decision to move away or being forced to, <laughs> in in maybe your case, that's that's not easy. So.
1: Yeah. And I think for us, a part of our identity was always, we went to Bible college and we always were headed to, you know, being senior pastors or taking over a church one day. And so for us, it was identity of like, that was always our identity. And I'm a pastor's kid as well. And so, um, at first it was kind of like, who am I, if I'm not leading, Mm -hmm. um, I've always led, I've always been a leader and, um, for a long time, I've just always done what other people wanted, and mm. not really stepped back to be like, "Is this what I want?" And mm. so, um, it's been a really scary time, honestly, yeah. but also very beautiful because it's like, okay, like I know who I am now and who God made me to be, and yes. um, I can lead out of that instead of leading out of my identity has to be a pastor.
0: Yes, oh, Chelsea, that's beautiful. Thank you so much for sharing that. I feel like sometimes we we feel like we can't share our story when we're kind of in the middle. (laughs) And it seems Mm -hmm. like you and Chad (laughs) are very much still in the middle, but wrestling with it and Uh going through it and still sharing it. So thank you so, so much because that's real life right there. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, we have no idea. I was just on a phone call
1: with my friend yesterday and she goes, I can't wait to see what's next for you. I said, me too. I don't know what's happening. So, yeah.
0: So, yeah. So cool. Well, let's move on here and just with your story with your knowledge with all that we've talked about um, and maybe things we haven't talked about if if someone's saying wow Chelsea that is really courageous or that is really um, amazing what you're going through and how you're walking through that and stepping through all these hard things but that's not me I'm not that courageous or I'm I'm kind of like you Chelsea I don't feel like that's courageous what kind of advice would you give them or, or how would you speak into their heart
1: Yeah, well, if I was sitting across from somebody drinking a caramel frappuccino, I would say to them, that's my favorite Starbucks order. Um, (laughs) But I would ask them, what's holding you back? Why do you not feel courageous? And what is the thing that you're most scared of? So for me, I was so scared of failure. I was Mm. so afraid that if I failed publicly, that people wouldn't be my friend or that my family wouldn't love me. And I stopped trying because I was so afraid of failing. Mm. And now that I've failed in a way that I was most afraid of, I have learned that on the other side of failure, Mm. actually was my greatest life is there and the blessings and we're thriving. And so if I wouldn't have failed, I wouldn't have had courage to launch this new business or take yeah. off on the road or have the hard and honest conversations Chaz and I needed to have in our marriage to mm-hmm. have it thrive. Mm-hmm. And so for me, I would ask you, what are you afraid of? Because yeah. that probably A isn't gonna come true. And B, if it does come true in my case, like my case, mm-hmm. then you are don't know what the blessing is on the other side. And yes. you don't know what you're walking into and what actually you might be afraid of isn't actually so scary because yeah. we failed yeah. and I'm still alive. Right. I'm still breathing. Yeah. Um yeah. I um and honestly, I'm not really scared of failure anymore because we failed and we picked ourselves back up yes. and we're still picking ourselves back up, but yeah. there's so much beauty in that. And right. so yeah. I would say like if God's calling you to do something, He's going to equip you. And yeah. so it may look scary and it may be hard and this road isn't been easy. I sure. wouldn't want anyone to walk through it. We have had to, right, <laughs> but right. it's, it's, it's our story and it's beautiful. And mm-hmm. God always makes beauty from ashes. And so don't lean into those fears, lean into God and his truth and the Holy Spirit to guide you and you're going to survive. So mm-hmm. go for it. Um, you have nothing to fear. So yeah. that's what I would yeah.
0: say. Oh, that's beautiful. I love that idea. Because I think so many times fear of failure, uh, I think that that is very common for people. And so being Mm -hmm. upfront with the fact that that failure, what's the worst that could happen from that? And you are a testament to it's not easy, but it's beautiful on the other side, picking yourself back up and Mm -hmm. walking forward and... Um, that is just such good advice. Thank you. Thank you for that. And yes, I'm with you on the Caramel Frappuccino. Let's get one sometime. <laughs> <laughs> yes. We might be in Ohio this summer, so I'll hook you, I'll hit hit you up. Yes, please do. Cross my fingers. That happens. Let's do it. And so one more question here or one or two more questions here. If, if there was like a daily practice or a real practical uh, action step that you would give someone to, Help them be courageous. It could be something silly or fun or serious. Uh, what would you do or what would you tell someone? I love the practical
1: question. So mm. thanks for asking this. Yeah. One. I love it. Um, <laughs> so the first thing I would definitely say is find a Christian counselor. Mm. Um, there are so many emotions that hold you back that you don't even realize or childhood mm. wounds that you haven't dealt with. Sure. Um, and so I think for me, what took me what landed me being courageous was that I dealt with my emotions and then I found a counselor and I think we can all say 2020 was so rough. And so so I think that if you have never been in counseling, I think now is the time to start because there are so many things that happened this year Mm that just crazy. And so you're not weak for going to a counselor. Actually Mm -hmm. the strongest, healthiest people I know are in counseling. And so, um, and maybe you don't want to go to a counselor. Maybe you can find a mentor. Yeah. Um, just find somebody that you can be open and honest with because you need to get real and raw and ugly cry with somebody. Because yes. uh, that's why God created community and people. So, yeah.
0: Yeah, so <laughs> I think true. that,
1: yeah, and I just think that you learn so much about yourself. By going to counseling. Mm -hmm. Um, So that'd be the first thing.
0: Love it. Love
1: it. The second one is way less serious. Um, (laughs) And this is to find a pump up playlist that you like.
0: So for
1: me, I put on some Carrie Underwood, her champion song, or this girl is on fire. And so I'll play, I'll play the music because music always just helps you. Mm -mm. And then I do a little pep talk to myself and I say, Chelsea you've done this, you have done harder things before, Mm -hmm. you've got this, you've made it through more than this, you are made in the image of God, you are beautiful, you are worthy and you have something to say. And so whether it was getting on this podcast today or driving a 39-foot trailer through a construction zone, (laughs) I have used these um, little affirmations for myself um, that whenever I get scared or get in a mental block. I say, you can do this and you've got this. And um, those affirmations have actually come through counseling um, Mm -hmm. because those are the lies that Satan tells me. And so I combat it with the truth of God. And so those are where those affirmations came from. So that's kind of what I do
0: so good, so practical, both of those. I've interviewed about 9 women so far and I would say in our uh-huh. conversation about 5 of the 9 have mentioned going to a counselor. It is so crucial. <laughs> love that. <laughs> and then, it yeah, is. I love the 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 positive self-talk. Our brains are so powerful for the good of us or for the detriment of us. And those positive affirmations can just change your mood, your mindset. And they are so good. And yes, absolutely. The pump up songs. I love that. (laughs) (laughs) Nothing like Carrie Underwood to get you in the mood. That's right. That's right. To get you going. I love it. Well, Chelsea, before we officially wrap up here, is there anything else that maybe um, you had on your heart to tell my audience or that you'd like to tell my audience here before we we finish out?
1: No, I just want to say like you are courageous. Mm. And even if you don't feel like you are, you are showing up every day for the people who need you and love you. And I just want you to know you're beautiful and you're worthy and you God is so incredibly proud of you. And so- um yes wherever you guys are today, just know like stop beating yourself up because Mm -hmm. God is so proud of you. Mm -hmm. And so if I could leave you with anything, I would just say that, that God's proud of you.
0: I love it. I love it. Thank you. I really appreciate that affirmation over my audience. And Um, That was really, really well said. So thank you so much for being on the show. I've had so much fun talking with you and learning a little bit more about you. And I will definitely be continuing to pray for you and your family as you continue on the road and all that good stuff. And when you get to Ohio, make sure you email me. We'll get together, okay?
1: (laughs) I will. Well, thank you so much, Carrie. It's been so fun. And I hope you have a great afternoon. Thanks,
0: Chelsea. Bye. Bye. What a fun conversation that I had with Chelsea. It is just so encouraging to see the way that she and her husband are leading their family, working through, striving through, leaning into Jesus, wrestling with God. I mean, aren't you just so encouraged by her story and her honest take on so many of the tough things going on in their life? I am so grateful for Chelsea and so grateful that she decided to share her story with us because it is something to behold to have a real and honest conversation with someone who is walking through difficult things clinging to hope and at the same time asking really tough questions and and they are doing it she and Chaz are doing it I hope that you will follow her on Instagram She's at Chelse underscore Robbins, R-O-B-B-I-N-S. So I hope that you will check her out and that you will follow her family. It's just a really fun follow. She shares some of their adventures with us as they are traveling around, going to different parks and things like that. So be sure to check her out and see what she is up to. And also, thanks for joining today. I hope that this story encouraged you like it encouraged me, and I hope to see you here next week. Remember, on Wednesday, I put out a little bonus episode, short seven-to-eight-minute episode to help you gather your courage midweek. And then next week, I will be back with another amazing interview with my friend Katie. So be sure to check back in. Uh, do all the things, right? Friends, follow me on Instagram, follow me on Facebook, um, like this, subscribe to this podcast, give it a review. All those things would be so, so um, wonderful. Okay. You all have a great Friday. We'll see you next week. Bye.